Hello, friends! Have you ever come home after a hard day of work or on the road and said, I could really use a drink, but I'm not feeling beer or booze? Well, have we got your answer? Naughty Soda! Naughty Soda is a hard soda with an ABV of 5%. It's all natural and gluten-free. We make it with natural fruit juices, natural spices, and sweeten them with agave nectar. We also make a non-alcoholic version for those of you who don't want all the alcohol. 100% natural, hard soda. ABV, 5%. Naughty Soda, coming soon to you. You weren't here at the time. You figure since you weren't here at the time. <laughs> That's a good live intro. Live intro. Now we have to cut that with the Rubian. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another Achieving Reality in the podcast. This week, Chris and Larry talk to another one of their architects, Chris Blackburn. They chat with him, and he even busts out his guitar to play a couple of tunes. Sit back and grab your headphones and enjoy this special episode. See you at the end. You know, when you have more time, we'll have to take you up to the uh, sound lab. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Matt tell you about that? Because mm-hmm. that nice. was just awesome. Well, if we ever get around to talking to Skip. Mm-hmm. I talked to him. We'll just take him out there and do another podcast. I told him to find a day because he's like, what day can you guys do it? I said, any Sunday, man. Let's like talk about things like format and um, guests and um, <laughs> what we're going to do before we get together and do it. Well, I could do that with, I could be there with him doing that while you just text me. Chris says, we need a guest. <laughs> Skip, we need a guest. Well, I thought you had a guest. Maybe, but he's probably got more connections than we do in the music field. Well, let me see if I can get You know the, Skip, right? Just see. <laughs> just yeah <Nice>. sure <laughs> Skip is great uh, let me see if I can talk let me see if I can get a hold he of he doesn't get like really pissed off when you uh, tease him on podcast do you <laughs> <laughs> who knows I don't even think he listens everybody listens I jammed with him in 73 <laughs> yeah <laughs> you and Robbie Shankar we <laughs> were rocking <laughs> yeah, we're talking about doing a, a podcast with people at Sound Lab, mm-hmm. where we have musicians come in and they can play live and do interview and then play and interview mm-hmm. your standard interview and play thing. Yeah. So, hi, Chris. <laughs> hi, another Chris. This is now the fourth Chris to appear, no, third Chris to appear on the show. Third Chris to appear on the show because we didn't have the other Chris. You talking about Penguin? Well, that, that would be the fifth Chris that we didn't have. Okay. No, what other Chris did we not have? The uh, guy from Morningside Monster. He'd be another Chris. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I saw him just before the uh, Morningside Monster podcast went up. Yeah. And saw him over at Publix. Oh, did you? That's and pretty funny. I went up to him and said, hey, guys, good to see you again, blah, 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 blah. And he looked at me like, I have no idea who you are. Yeah. It's all that weed he smokes. <laughs> You don't know that. No, I don't. <laughs> slandering somebody we barely know. For no good reason, he was perfectly nice to us. I know. But it's just what I do. 
Quit staring at me! <laughs> but Chris, I, I know you were busy that night, I guess, right? Like, uh, Sunday? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. You were doing a... Uh, uh, ultimate. Probably ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. You're busy a lot. I am busy a lot. It's kind of crazy. Not like Dave. Dave's yeah. not here. You, you definitely Dave's not been here for several like weeks now. Bands playing. Mm-hmm. And just, I mean, it was pretty neat, you know, just hearing different people. You can get them to remaster all your stuff and put out the remastered with extra songs. Sweet! Yeah, there's like, it'll be like private rooms. It'll be, uh, uh. And you have to make extra songs on I can, I can finish. He's got plenty. Okay. <laughs> I can finish once every never again. Yeah. Be once every never. All right, maybe once more. One more time. One more time. This is how we do this. Oh. So we've already... We started, I guess? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> in fact, as you walked in the door, he had the things turned on. Ah. Uh, awesome. <laughs> so when, he, when we said, yeah, we are recording before you got we had oh, already yeah. recorded yeah. before you got here. Yeah. In fact, in one of those uh, what X-Men would you be surveys mm-hmm. from online, mm-hmm. I was uh, Mystique. I mean, so was <laughs> It's all blue on, and you're. It's all based on. I've that. seen Iris. I've seen you blue before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was an awesome. He was. Uh, we were. We we used to work together years ago at uh, uh, softball country club, and, and which is uh, now apartment complex. Yeah, and so he was tasked at one point with uh, much less softball going on now. Yeah. Yes. So they were trying to spray the field. So in order to figure out where the spray was supposed to go, or what they had already sprayed, they added blue dye to it. And Larry one time... It colored the grass. Yeah. You know, it darkened the grass. It was sort of a blue-green, but yeah. it was more blue than green. And, and Larry's task this particular day was to run the tractor during the spraying. And he disappeared for, you know, he was spraying fields for two hours. We were doing something else. He comes out in the front and gets out of the truck, and he's covered head to toe in blue dye. It was amazing. <laughs> and uh, the... the That's I, that I think Smurf? I, it's because I think I had to add the dye, too. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, head to toe, completely blue. <laughs> yeah, it, it got everywhere. It was a powder, so it got everywhere. I mean, you opened that bag, it was like... <gasps> and I was like, shit. And I swear it was the happiest thing. I think that was the happiest I ever saw you was at the end of that, <laughs> at that, during that job. It's like the greatest job. Yeah, because I didn't have to deal with anyone for two or three hours. <laughs> they had nine fields. I had to go back and forth across every field. I was just like... He just kept running out the people go, give me a hug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay away from me. <laughs> Larry just blew me. I don't get it. Oh. Larry's out on the field. Blue, blue man. people. <laughs> I was the first blue man group. You were a group? I was a group. He was a group. <laughs> well, me, myself, and I. There was all three of us there. Well, it's because the blue man just didn't sound as good as the blue man group. Yeah, the blue man I'm the blue man. What, yes, you are there. Yeah, I'm going to see tonight. The blue man. <laughs> and then you're just standing on stage like, hi. <laughs> You've seen the blue man. Here I am. Hi. I'm happy you paid 48 bucks for this. <laughs> now fuck off. That Lesson was, learned. That was the best show I've ever seen. <laughs> he was great. I'm so moved. <laughs> I learned so much. <laughs> I learned never to pay $48 to go see a blue man again. But they'll pay $250 to go see the blue man. But they do stuff. They do stuff. I would have, I did stuff. I, think I waved at him and flipped him off. I think Harvey's related to him. Harvey's <laughs> related to the blue man group? They sound just alike. <laughs> uh, oh, sure. I don't know. Does Ari play a house-built instrument? Probably. Yeah. We should ask him. Not that he'll... 
answers. There, we just asked you. You uh, heard about what happened at the tabernacle, right? Yeah, the floor almost collapsed. I'm glad that happened last week and not the week I was there. Well, you guys weren't jumping around. Yeah. That's, that building is so, I mean, it's so old. Like, it, it is. is and they never <clears throat> really reinforced the floor properly or anything. Actually, oh. I'm really surprised that like a place like the Masquerade hasn't had that happen. Because if you've ever been to a show upstairs, <laughs> oh, yeah. that whole place, building moves. It's an old mill, and the, the floor is just solid wood. So like, if you get a show I've never been upstairs over there, you've never been to heaven. Mm-hmm. No, like, I have. You get a show where the where the, everyone's just sort of like if the beat is just sort of boom, boom, and like people start rocking forward, and then the floor starts like sagging a little bit. And <laughs> <laughs> we have the recorders on the table. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, that was emphasizing the beat. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, be emphasizing in the headphones too. <laughs> it's okay. like you're at masquerade right now, listening to the pounding of the. <laughs> but then, like you, I went to a, a show, the, one of my first shows there. Like you could see, like the speakers were starting to slide in with the beat of the of the song, and I'm like, "We're all gonna die. We're all gonna end up downstairs in hell." <laughs> the, because the you're gonna completely surpass it, purgatory. <laughs> There was a, actually there was a venue in uh, Minneapolis in like the, the I want to say it was the late nineties or early two thousands that was like that where it was an upstairs concert mm-hmm. in the downstairs floor and the floor caved down. Uh, in fact, I think it was like they might be giants. It was something like really like what you would not expect any stretch of the imagination. Hey, fortunately, rock. and, yeah, and, and, and fortunately, no one got. I don't think anyone got hurt, but it was like they the band then relocated outside and like tried to like play the rest of the show for the people who were there. That's okay. good. For the people who survived. Yeah, the people who survived. My leg! Great show! Ah! Yeah, kind of awesome that's what White Tiger had done. Okay, we're going outside to play for everybody. White, White Lion? White Lion, yeah. I was going to say, who's White Tiger? White Tiger. Oh, no idea. That's his hair metal band. That's it. That's a long time ago. <laughs> we don't want to go there, huh? <laughs> Yeah, Dave was Chris, they, go, they go out, they go outside so they can play the rest of the show while they bring the bodies out on stretchers. <laughs> We're dedicating this one to him. <laughs> Dave his life to see us in. I got totally rocked. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that! He even died throwing the horns. Ding. He gave his life for the tunes. He gave his life for the music. Woo! He died for our art. He died for our art. Somebody. Give his wife back the proceeds for the for the ticket price. Somebody what are you give fucking crazy? No, shut up. <laughs> Somebody give him a seventeen fifty back. Yeah, here's a T-shirt. We can't give him back his two so minimum. So he's dead clutching the seventeen fifty in his hand until somebody takes it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll take the seventeen. They'll leave the fifty. They got to pay the ferryman. One for each eye. Yeah, just like in Clash of Titans. Uh, oh yeah, exactly. Got to pay the ferryman. <laughs> so what are you been up to? Um, working, ultimate stuff, music. I barely touch music these things like these days. It's like uh, it's like I, I have to the way my job is and the way the vacation schedule usually end up. I usually end up taking like the last week of the year off, and then and so then I end up poking around on a computer and like working on music occasionally. But um, playing Flappy Bird. It was definitely <laughs> no. That's getting pulled off the internet. Well, that's, that's today. Yeah. Oh, we've just dated the podcast. Damn it. That's okay. We dated, that, we dated my rant not that long ago. We want our podcast to seem timeless. Oh. That's why we don't talk about nothing. <laughs> no, that's because we don't know anything. So what happened yesterday? Uh, Olympic stuff. That puts it in a two-week window. <laughs> uh, 
We're timeless. We're time time. Read that new Frank Miller graphic novel? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. It was awesome. It was good. Very violent. Very violent. Very dark. Very dark. Kind of blocky. A lot of political subtext. Yes. Now now we stretch the time frame out again. (laughs) There we go. Now now we're back to decades. Today is September 3rd, 1987. <laughs> it is. Oh yeah. I got school tomorrow. <laughs> I haven't done any homework. You and your damn podcast. <laughs> Leave with my report. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to see Def Leppard at the Omni in a couple of months. It's gonna be awesome. Well, I could have said I that a couple of years ago. Who saw Def, Def Leppard at? Uh, but not the Omni. No, at Aaron's Amphitheater. Aaron's Rins. Yes, Aaron's friends. This is the greatest concert ever. They're over there on a rented stage. I had to rent this this spot I'm standing in for a week. You rent your tickets. I had to rent my tickets. This is a really nice sofa. (laughs) It's a good thing they got this TV here. I could change channels when I get bored with a song. I wish you'd move. I'd like to see that 70 inch television behind you. (laughs) What a deal. Only two forty nine a week? Wow. For seventy eight weeks. I could pay that. <laughs> <laughs> Not trying to be done. <laughs> There's a lot of editing that goes on. I'm just gonna punch the microphone. Just which, so, this one. Yeah. yeah. It might hurt actually. <laughs> it's a little more solid than it looks. Mm-hmm. You can't see me. Oh no. You gotta put it on both sides. Right. Stereo, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it's binaural stereo. Mm-hmm. He knows. Mm-hmm. He can only listen to it in one ear. So it's always weird because I can only listen to Larry. Oh, <laughs> So he only hears one side of the conversation. So you just hear, laugh, 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 laugh. <laughs> So basically, I just talk to Larry in my head, and then he responds. <laughs> We're not always talking about the same thing, but it's usually pretty interesting. Oh, it's like interactive, though. I'm, he says something, and then you guffaw. And I've literally... <laughs> I've been on every one of these podcasts. <laughs> this is great. This is so he keeps saying, Chris, Chris, Chris. I'm just like, yeah, I'm right like here. It's like I'm right in the room with him. <laughs> I have a friend. <laughs> I saw one of those um, albums you could buy where they have famous actors, air bunnies, come in and, re- and record half a scene. And then you had a script in there that you performed the other half of the scene yeah, with them. Yeah, I had that for... Uh... Um, who's on first, funny enough? Who was doing the other part? Uh, I think it was, uh, it, no, it wasn't Lou. Was it whichever one didn't die first? Yeah, so it wasn't Lou. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was Abbott. Abbott. Yeah, it was Brett Abbott. He did the yes. other side. And, 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 and you did the, uh, I couldn't think of the first name. <clears throat> and then you did Lou, you did Lou Abbott's, uh, I mean, no. Uh, <laughs> But uh, Costello here. You're rolling. Uh, <laughs> oh man, all our Evan Costello fans are just screaming at them. <laughs> you did the other half. You did whoever the straight man was or whatever. I can't remember no. exactly. Abbott's the straight man. It was a long time ago. Yes. But yeah, that's I had the whole that's why I had the script for uh who's on first and then I lost it. That's a good story. Yeah, I found one of those albums over at uh, Shut up <laughs> over at Bookmook, but I didn't buy it. Who's on first album? No, somebody else. The read the dramatic, script. Yeah, thing? it was a dramatic scene. King Lear. I don't know. I didn't buy it. He had to do the soliloquy. Yes. Both not he did it that it there. 
Worf status. The famous King Lear soliloquy. <laughs> that has nothing to do with being betrayed by his family. I saw the London and it was just like that. I'm, I'm amazed. For Ian McKellen, it's great. That was pure, spot on, man. <laughs> you even look like Ian McKellen. Uh, we don't have to call him uh, See, I bought, the one, I bought one of those albums and it was the William Shatner one. He didn't give me a chance to speak. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, apparently, you were playing Chekhov. What thing did you kick it? Bless you. No, 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 no. Okay, Wessels. No, Chekhov. Have you seen the uh, the fan base series they're doing on the internet? No. It's um. I've seen <clears throat> stuff for it, but I haven't actually sat down and watched it. It has Grant Amahara in it. It's playing Sulu. Yeah. Which is not bad. No, no. I remember him talking about it on one of the things. Oh, the Uhura is not right. No? Was it a white chick or something? No, no. A white chick with like a valley girl accent? Oh my god, I have someone on the communicator. Appearance-wise, she's fine. It's just that her performance doesn't remind me of Uhura. I don't know. She's got a Bluetooth headset on. She's just very But then again, neither does what's-her-names in the J.J. Abrams movies. She doesn't strike me as very Uhura-ish either. Uhura-ish? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but they're rewriting the whole thing. We need to order pizza tonight. I don't want pizza tonight. Now we're at the part of the podcast where we plan dinner. <laughs> Trust me, we've done it. Yeah, we have. In fact, we have about... We've ordered, we've ordered dinner and... We've got about ten minutes of it. We got more than that. We just didn't play it for everybody else. Well, we have the uh, not the extended edition. We haven't released the extended edition. <laughs> we have the, uh, the 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 cut bits and burps that we put out every so often, and that's it's in there too. I think it's like Chris and Larry order pizza or something like that. How about, how about a whole podcast of like awkward silence? That's our format. We <laughs> <laughs> problem is it keeps getting broken up by awkward <laughs> conversations. I think I need this well, an Harvey, hour of podcast. Harvey's doing his job. We won't have any noise in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the people just listen to just they they get it started. Tina would do her introduction, and there'd be nothing. <laughs> There'll just be <laughs> crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. This is the best podcast I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm so moved. <laughs> He's like performance art, but stupid. It's it's like watching the Blue Man. <laughs> Without getting the finger. Without getting the finger. It was great. I'm so happy I paid forty eight fifty for this. No, that that chump with the seventeen fifty got burned up in the <laughs> Yeah, show. that guy's an idiot. I don't understand that guy. Who's the last band you went to see live? Me? Yeah. Oh god. Fog hat. <laughs> it was it was uh They gave me seventeen fifty dollars. It was rush. It was rush. <clears throat> yeah, that was the last one a couple of years ago. The uh, clock it was not the clockwork tour. Yeah, clockwork, clockwork angels. Yeah. What? Clockwork angels. Clockwork angels, yeah. That was the that was the most latest one, right? The most latest one? Most recent yes. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, most, most latest, latest one. one. <laughs> well, it's instead of the least one. Oh yeah, my last one was fog hat. <laughs> that actually doesn't surprise me. I know it was yes and sticks at the same amphitheater. That's right. Yeah, didn't fuck out. Well, <laughs> maybe we didn't get there in time. 
I like Foghat. They are good. I like Foghat. I don't know if they. Mm. They don't know what they are like now, but. I wonder how. I wonder if uh, they're still touring with like the original keyboard player. You know, <laughs> no kidding. Like that would not surprise me. These everybody days. else is dead. Yeah, it's like most of those bands. <laughs> is, now. is Skid Row uh, still out there? Because if they are, you know, Matt's gonna want to go. Oh yeah, I think Foghead's got a few years on Skid Row. <laughs> I understand, but they did more drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Foghead did a lot of weed. Skid Row's done a lot of heroin. That's, that's a rumor. You don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, not. They got big. They got to be straight edge. You don't know. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, I mean, in all reality, you really don't know. I mean, you look at Paul Stanley and Gene Ted Simmons. Nugent. Yeah, look at Ted Nugent. He does. He drinks like one beer a year. All those bands are just touring with fragrance in a bottle of like weed and beer. <laughs> <laughs> guys, quick, people are coming. <laughs> yeah. God, it smells it's, like weed. What are you guys doing in here? <laughs> it's it's <laughs> Febreze. <laughs> weed scented Febreze. Yeah, it's a uh, weed breeze. Weed. Oh, I can write that now. <laughs> For weed, for weed, for weed, for weed, Wait, and what's what will we call the beer flavor? For brew, brew, Two models. That's our new thing. All right. Why'd you spray for brew? I specifically asked you to spell for weed. I don't drink, man. You still don't. Yeah, you still don't. Shut up. You smell like it. Yeah. We just load it into the. Later, we're going to do chocolate shots. So get ready. We just load that stuff into the the hookalier. Hookalier or the shanduka? Oh, look, we're working. There we go. Turn on the smoke machine. Bring out the Febweed. <laughs> That's going to be our next product placement there. We're going to have to hurrigi that out. We did in the last one. <laughs> That's true. This whole front of this book is full of stuff that I've recorded for this thing. Mm. So it's very difficult for me to remember one item. <laughs> so I, I plan to be through this by the end of the year. Can I put that as a song? Those are like song lyrics, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> There might be a few in here you could you could probably put this to, but uh, this week on a TV reality. You don't listen one? to the podcast, I imagine. He does, just only one ear. Only, so only, only hear me. I've never heard anything you've said. <laughs> <laughs> they just hear me laughing, anyways. This is our prototype. That's our prototype hookalier or shanduka. <laughs> Enjoy and use regularly. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, we, we need a disco version for our 70s episodes. <laughs> I thought we were getting fog hat for those. <laughs> no one can find them. <laughs> hey, didn't I just see a, a post about fog hat? No, he just mentioned them. No, no, yeah. no. Before, before you. Memories not what it used to be. No, it's wow, not. Five minutes. Wow. Who are you? <laughs> that's no, why, that's uh, why we always had the guest with the same name as me. So. <laughs> <laughs> is that why Dave can never be here? It's because you're afraid I'll forget who he is. Mm-hmm. God, the third time you called him Chris, man. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's better when he called him Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be awkward. I think it was Facebook. <laughs> I think I saw a thing about Foghat because I actually follow them on Facebook. So I'm just mind blown the fact that Foghat's on Facebook. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the hats are. 
Not the fog. The, the key. Word. I really wanted the fog. I don't care about hat. Well, that goes with Here. the fabweed. Replace the fog with fabweed. Fabweed hat. Tina's new seventy Richards band. Fabweed hat. I don't think we want Tina singing. We've already heard how bad that is. It's pretty bad. It's, it's bad. You remember the seventies, though, right? I mean, I do remember the seventies. <laughs> Not if you were there. <laughs> I do remember the seventies. Heck, you remember most of it. <laughs> I remember all of it, man. All of it. I remember the seeing some things, I've man. Seen things. I remember the seeing some things. Micronauts, and Happy Days, <laughs> Barney Miller. I remember the seventies. The rookies, Bartles and James. Oh wait, that's the eighties. <laughs> Hey, I remember roller skating, man, back in the 70s. They still do that in places, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they still do that in places here. <laughs> you know what I remember about the 70s? McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I remember McDonald's. That shit rocked. That was great in the 70s. Then they came out with that Mayor McCheese. Oh, that was, that was the playground. Oh, the, the playground. Was the, <laughs> the other hamburger. Giant guy. grimace with the, the, the giant, giant grimace. Shaky grimace. Shaky grimace. <laughs> keep your hands off the grimace. So, what do you keep your hands on? You got to hold it. You don't know where he's been. <laughs> he's grimacing. He probably hasn't been there yet. He has to empty his tank. <laughs> grimace. You know why he's grimace, right? Why? Because that's what happens when you get brain freeze. You grimace. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was the shake thing. Yeah, he's the shake thing. Yeah, I forgot about that. They sold grape shakes? No, he was... No, no, don't purple. know the derivation of the color, though. <laughs> Apparently, you leave the shakes out long enough they turn purple. It doesn't matter what flavor it is. <laughs> Chocolate turns purple. Vanilla turns purple. Mint turns purple. Grape ironically turns white. <laughs> <laughs> grape turns hot pink. Mm. Speckles of orange. Don't drink it, then. <laughs> it's fine before it gets speckled. <laughs> yeah, it's fine before. It still tastes a little grapey. But the best thing about the McDonald's playground is the fact that it was all metal and having a January birthday and your parents decided to have your birthday at McDonald's meant that the kids would always try to force themselves out on the playground. That's right. Into the solid metal Mary McCheese head trying to like, climb up into the... I thought they had... Was that the Mary McCheese or was that the, uh, uh, the, the sheriff? Had, it was, I think they had both. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the sheriff. No one can remember. Quarter Pounder. Sheriff, was he Sheriff Quarter Pounder? Or? No, no. It was Big Mac. Oh, Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was the Big Mac, yeah. Big well, then Mac. who was the quarter pounder? Mayor McCheese was the quarter pounder. No, he was a cheeseburger. Was yeah. this a regular cheeseburger? Yeah. One of them was a quarter pounder, I thought. Maybe I'm losing my mind. Should that be past tense? I feel like I feel like you lost your mind years ago. I, I know, but I keep finding bits <laughs> and pieces of it here and there. Well, Marissa finds them and stuffs them back in. Come on, Jackie Kennedy. By the way, the, the best... Oh. <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> The best, uh, the best McDonald's <laughs> playground adventure was in the '80s when they had the the burger that you could just spin. Oh yeah, and yeah. Just get in and crank in it. We, we had a, we had a swim meet. My brother was the uh, shit spin. Yeah, the shit spin. Mo- no, this was. This was <laughs> the, my no one else spin it. Well, we had we. we <laughs> I feel much better now. There was a uh, my my brother was was like strong guy in high school and he would there were so there were four of us and my brother and he decided to see just how fast we could spin this thing after having dinner oh, and we were we were truck I mean just like hurl. it felt like the whole yeah it was the vomitron like it was <laughs> like clear <laughs> I just remember turning my head and feeling like the whole earth was going sideways and that I was I mean we were 
green and horrible. And I'm thinking, so what What do you expect out of a ride like, like out of a playground thing like that? What's the, what's what the goal? What's the best that could happen? Spin the crap out of your kids. They want you to hork and then you come inside and buy more. I'm hungry again. <laughs> yeah, I'm miraculously hungry after having vomited all over myself. <laughs> and other people. As designed. <laughs> Woo! Success. No, you don't know kids. They get sick and they want to eat. <laughs> that gives Ron, that's got Ronald's stamp of approval. You don't know parents. The kids get sick and the parents aren't going to put no more in them. <laughs> hey, do you guys remember the mad professor from McDonald's? No. Supposedly the professor that, I guess, created McNuggets. Hey. <laughs> I don't, I, don't I don't remember the mad professor. That's why we let him rest way over there. We call it left field. That's how I remember that one. Yeah, Hamburglar. Well, the Sochi, like, like you look at the ice, like the slogan is something like hot, cold, yours, or something for, or warm, cold. It's, I almost have to look it up. But I immediately saw it and was like, what are these, the McDLT Olympics? <laughs> the McDLT Olympics. The McDLT is big in Russia. Huge. 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 <laughs> keeps the cold side cold and the hot warm side not so cold. Yeah. God, the bottom bun is toasty. <laughs> the top one is ice cold. Kick ow, 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 chip the tooth. Let me, I gotta go to my bathroom. Oh, wait, no, I can't. There's no toilet. Just pee over there in the broken ring. <laughs> Just pee over there. No, you might electrocute yourself. This is uh, fine. <laughs> this is fine. In Russia. <laughs> I know where's Yakov when we need him. Uh, he's here. Branson. He's Branson, he's Missouri. Branson. God, he was on he was on Ferguson the other night. Was he? Really? Would like but just like how the, he brings somebody out from the audience for the intro. Oh yeah. Like he just had him on for the intro and was sort of like coy about who it was and like, what is your name? Like Yakov. How does he look? Ah, not unlike his Not unlike he usually does. His eighties, yeah. Grayer hair? Or? Uh, uh, actually, no. Uh, he may die. I don't know. Well, probably. But uh, he, got him, he got him to say the whole. No one uh, ages in Branson. Oh, what the country! Like just have him basically say that repeatedly. Yeah. Everybody's gonna have a whole new routine come next month. In my country, where we have Olympics. Yeah. In Russia, bathroom use you. Uh, have you seen all those pictures? Oh, the hotels? Yeah, the hotels uh, that are... But, oh, it's 93%, that, 97% you, finished. You, you see those pictures? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great segue, Larry. <laughs> well, there's the... I uh, like the one where they put the toilet lid on upside down. Yeah. yeah. It's the cover and then the seat. Yeah. I like the one where it's... A good American athlete would use it that way, too. <laughs> leave it for housekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> but they... Uh, Just saying, American athletes, if you're listening. Yeah, because you know they are. Right now, even though when this comes out, the Olympics will be over. More going for two weeks, right? Yeah. No, we might make it. We might make it. Might. <laughs> you can like let him do something so they can like pimp his wares and stuff. Sure. You want to pimp your wares and stuff? Uh, do you have like a, a site or anything up now? Um, because I got my my personal like uh, ChrisBlackburn.com. Just that it was that's like my. It's almost like the ode to my uh, pre-current job. Like world, because I was it was like there was when I was freelancing, I had a lot more free time, so it was just like all writing and music and. Uh, so it's old it's stuff. Been barely updated <laughs> since two thousand six. Two thousand nine. Maybe two thousand eight. You know, I, I've uploaded a couple things here and there. So a couple of years. See, that's when we try to promote the artist and that sort of yeah. thing. 
Yeah. Now, I figure at some point I'll come on with something more and come back with something yeah. more. Well, I mean, we can say this. One, yeah. He is one of the uh, architects. Well, yeah. So. And he also played for Blind, at Blind Murphy's, too. Yeah, he played at my store twice. Mm-hmm. Which is now closing and people really can't get to to see him play. Well, like I said, did play. I closed that place down, man. He did. <laughs> I was trying to like, encourage people to check out his work and stuff, you see. Yes, I understand. That's how this works. Yeah, well, then he can listen to... <clears throat> Did you not this get podcast. Did you, not, <laughs> did you not get the memo from Tina? No. Tina doesn't send me anything. Nobody talks to me. Okay. Except you. And you don't do that very much. I'm paying to. <laughs> no wonder you don't talk to me. <laughs> I mean, I did, after all, write the, the theme song. That, yes, that is true. Podcast, yeah. Not only wrote it, but recorded it. And didn't bitch when we used it. Yeah. yeah. I predicted... Uh, a number of ten years in advance, I guess uh, that this that this podcast would happen. So I see, there song. you go. Well, we used it in the movie the first. We moved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We moved it in this movie. Yeah. It, it became Tina's theme song. It did. It now, is. whenever she goes out on stage, yeah, every time she's uh, doing one of her little bits, that that that's what plays now. So your your song's been all over the United States and elsewhere, in other countries. Have you seen her new uh, her update to her her uh, Facebook page? Yeah, I should have. I guess I should have. Yeah, she's added uh, all places she's traveled and lived and stuff just recently. We could put that on the website. I just like the fact with that song, what the lyrics are about, and it's like it's total. This it's almost like the exact opposite of which is what makes it even (laughs) better. It sounds like this. It actually, it sounds like all like kind of an uplifting. There's some sort of positive about it, and like the lyrics are like that's why we picked it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And the lyrics are like this guy like. Can tell that that like basically this tidal wave is coming, and he's trying to convince everyone to do something, and they're all just sort of transfixed and see that's achieving reality. And, right on, and at the very end, that's right on key. And it's just trying to convince people to do something, and they're all staring at her transfixed. And at the very end, everybody gets wiped out. And at the very end, Tina wipes them all out. <laughs> see, perfect. Of course, it's their wallet, but close enough. It's not on a grander scale as the as the music, but yeah, no. But we like people to think it is. We don't have a tsunami coming, but that's a good song, Chris. That's um, play another awesome. one. Talk about what to play. Don't hurt like, yourself. Uh, well, you can play the keyboard or the guitar. Uh, yeah, we have both. Or a tambourine if we can find it. So I was thinking about playing like just something really weird and stupid. So go ahead. Weird and stupid works. Probably the weird, the weirdest, stupidest thing I've ever. I was trying to because I was trying to think of things of. Uh, because almost at some point I would mind doing like a... I don't know how to write if, music, but here's my music. If anyone ever... Oh, no, no, no. Well, if you anyone... Can read it. <laughs> the, because uh, uh, I kept thinking of like what, what you would do with a, with me on a podcast. And I'm like, well, I could talk about songwriting because that's about all I've got in my head. We talk about just anything. And he's got yeah. an A+. Plus. I know. This is, this was, there's a story here. This is the, uh, this was, I didn't, I did not write the music of, of this particular song. This was actually, um... Uh, when I was in college, since I I started writing at the, the end of high school, like I think I wrote my, my first song uh, the summer before senior year of high school, and the lyrics like the week after I graduated. So I, in college, I took I just said they had the, they were offering like a songwriting class, and I thought, oh hell, I've been doing this for two years, that'll be an easy A. And uh, of course, yes, it was. Well, the the structure what he was the, what the guy was trying to teach was sort of like it was the idea of you take these chords. And then find like a note in each chord as you're playing to make a melody line. So it's a very like literal how you write a song. Although it, no one actually does that, but that's well, it, he it, does. If you if you don't know how to do it, it sounds like a good way to do it. So he gave us this the, just these random chords, and uh, he expected us to play it on piano. I can't play piano to save my life. Or so I trumpet. 
I tried. <laughs> so I busted out a sousaphone. <laughs> do you know how hard it is to do chords on a trumpet? <laughs> <laughs> this thing needs more buttons. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You know how much money we could make if we could do a, we could invent a trumpet that played chords. <laughs> Nothing, because no one would buy it. You could be your own horn section. <laughs> I have my own horn section. <laughs> Tina, you want to get on that? <laughs> I have a synthesizer. <laughs> The multi-trumpet. There's a trumpet button here. Trump- the trumpets. The trumpets. <laughs> yeah, he gave us these chords, and I uh, decided to try and figure them out on guitar. So I recorded, I re- literally like spent an hour writing lyrics on it, because I figured the chance of me ever doing what he was telling us to do. I was like, I'm just going to play it on guitar. Whatever comes to mind, comes to mind. And I'm just going to write ling, ling, crap ling, lyrics. Ling, 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 balls. So... Balls. <laughs> Number one with a heat seeker. Top of the top of the top of the charts. Um, it's balls by balls. Christopher Blackburn. <laughs> so he, featuring uh, Larry Greenstein. <laughs> modern songs have to have a featuring. Yeah, featuring Larry Greenstein. <laughs> featuring Willow Smith. But he, uh, let's see if I can go. I'm never going to get that Beyonce baby. I'm never, I'm leaving. <laughs> My cats are Featuring that Beyonce baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I recorded this thing and took it into class and, and so everyone got up there and struggled through playing the piano and poking and it was just confusingly terrible ding, 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 and so, ding, I, ding, ding, so I handed ding, in this, this cassette I was like just play it and we'll see what it was just and, play it, give me my D and, uh, <laughs> and then well, figure, figure, it's yeah, not elective and, anyway and, uh, but I, the, for the lyrics I was trying to think of something off the cuff of just like I just needed something to write about and so I, uh, we had a the, we, had, we had a commons that was. I lived in a dorm where they had uh, eight rooms in a its own commons. Eight. When it, there were five suites. Oh. <laughs> each one had eight rooms in it, and there was like a common, like a there was a, a commons for each suite. And I walked in, so I walked out my door, I walked in there, and there was a, a was it a hornet? I didn't write the title on here. The song was called Ode to the Hornets. It's called A Plus. It's called, yeah, I know. That's, that's the end of the story, dude. Get kicked ass. Because he wasn't expecting that at all. The, uh, yeah, yeah. So, the, so the, this is like, because I was starting to think of songs to play, and like most of the stuff I have is like melancholy. Like I, I told someone like my, my normal songwriting mode is, what did I, how did I put it? Emo. Moderate despondence. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> I was in a, I was in a band called Moderate Despondence. <laughs> Where were you? Back in college. I'm in a country band called Broke as Fuck. It's like the shithole, right? <laughs> <laughs> Broke as fuck at the shithole. Friday at 8. No, we play the masquerade. I mean, the, uh, not the masquerade. The tabernacle. The tabernacle. In the basement. Yeah, we played the basement. We were so good, the whole place caved in. Yeah. We only play the basement now, like everybody else. Yep. So, this so this ridiculous song, I was looking for something ridiculous, and this song is ridiculous, because the lyrics... You said it was Ode to a Hornet, now you, you're saying it's ridiculous? It is ridiculous, because it's because it's Ode to a Hornet, and you'll see why it's Ode to a Hornet. Uh, written about an hour, so I did not write the music for this, but I well, did write the really terribly ridiculous lyrics, but it did... But we're not going to be sued if you play it, right? God, I hope not. I don't even remember the guy's name. What's not written on here? We'll get sued for playing it, brother. We'll get sued for the songwriter. <laughs> He's going to hear, like, I wrote that song. I know I, that song. That sounds familiar, I think. We found out who our one listener is. <laughs> no, that, that would make two listeners, because we already know who our one listener is. That's it's Mulkey. Hell of a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I remember our second listener was. Now, admittedly, the first exercise this guy gave us was like literally uh, the jumping be- jacks. Well, no, he gave us the lyrics to like "I'm So Tired" or something by the Beatles, and I, I didn't know I didn't know that song. So he just like write something for it, kind of thing. It was just sort of to get things started. And so I just wrote something. Oh no, It was something ridiculous, but it was like I didn't re- like. It wasn't until afterward it was like oh, he gave us the lyrics of a Beatles song. Okay, so this may turn out to be some. Song. <laughs> Well, I, let, let, me, let me tell you. I just, no, I just if you my play it and it so happens to sound like something I've heard, yeah, uh, I'll be like, "Hey, that's the Beatles." <laughs> well, let's say, well, <laughs> let's got, stop playing that now. So he couldn't come up with his own chord progressions. He used chord progressions from famous people and gave them to you. Uh, yeah, so he he we, we could sue him. Yeah, let's sue him. <laughs> yeah. I now like I'm on Google Search. Like, do I really? Like, just just play do this it. Song? Yeah, go. Uh, no one's gonna hear it. It's not like a Doug and Bob McKenzie hit single. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, and it's it's a short song. I, so I totally wrote that, eh? No, yeah. Eh? Okay. times in a row I'm like oh my god because he wasn't expecting like an actual I don't think he was expecting like an actual song out of that yeah and uh, that actually all that happened like there were two people hanging out in the commons like working on something and this morning it was buzzing around and I went in and killed it and turned into a song (laughs) your head's laying over here and your body's on the floor I chuckled so probably the, the the least Chris Blackburn song that I've ever written. But. I don't know. That's pretty proud. <laughs> Chris Blackburn. Yeah. It ends up pretty uh, melancholy there. Yeah. Killing a horn in it. I said well, a horn in it's just a metaphor for the guy who's in the dorm with. Oh, uh, yeah. you killed the, your your roommate in the dorm. Don't you get this whole metaphor? That year you? I should have. <laughs> <laughs> you like you like said the date on there too. It oh wow ninety five yeah. Uh, 
That was right before I was told to go home. I was trying to think if I could pull some. If I remember the lyrics to Second Wave Bulb, I'd, I'd play that. Second Wave Bulb? The Second Wave Lullaby. That's the... That's the, that's the yeah, theme of the... Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We always call it Tina's theme. Yeah. yeah. But that's the edited version, because we use an edit. Ah. Okay. Uh-uh. It's not the real thing. See, that's it? Timing is especially. Wow. <laughs> come in and come back in an hour. I don't have a book or anything. Take a DVD. <laughs> Sorry. No, that was actually perfect because I screwed up the beginning, so. I'll take any excuse to stop. I was trying to be quiet for a She's going to accompany you on the keyboard. What key are we at? White one. She's gonna put it on bagpipe and. Just a few of those orchestral strikes from the 80s. Okay, so this is. Uh, I wrote I wrote this for a. I was gonna do a solo acoustic thing, it didn't work out. Uh, so he went, some, he of the songs, some of the songs were good, so I, but I didn't finish it. I re recorded it for the album I would have finished in 2006 if I had actually gotten around to finishing it. Uh, now you have a chance. Now I still have a chance. Um, and it is called Siren's Call, and that's if I remember all of the lyrics. What if it's a call that they, if you don't remember them all? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the mm-hmm song. <laughs> it's Siren's <laughs> Siren's Hum. Siren's Hum. That would lead me out of here. <laughs> but, uh, okay.
my lighter. <laughs> I got one. Burn the house down. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine was gas out of gas, and it's upstairs. Well, now that was a great show. The boys were more in tune with each other, and Mr. Blackburn can really play. Apparently, he also writes all those songs, and my theme song's written by him. Who knew? Well, boys, you really pulled this one off. Good on you. For Chris, Chris, Larry, and Harvey, I'm Tina saying, Hey, I just got a great idea for a new show. See you soon. You like talent. Look at this concert with talent. And he has a fucking cell phone holding it over his head. Are you fucking amateur? <laughs> I did like, I did like the, when the, the app with the, the lighter flame. Yeah. That was a nice, that was a nice era. Oh, were you raised in the 90s? This episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast, has been brought to you by Fabweed and Fabrew Party Spray. Hey folks, are you fed up with being thought of as a prude loser that never parties? AR Products has you covered, you loser, uh, um, buddy. Fabweed and Fabrew Party Spray. With these two air fresheners, you can make your home smell like you've been partying for a month in just minutes. Fabweed gives your home that smell of stale pot smoke that's been built up from a three-month bender. Mmm, nothing like a little bake-out. And Fabrew smells like a frat house during rush week. Mmm, beer, bath, and urine. So much partying. Just spray the both of them in certain rooms of your home and poof! Instant party! Fabweed and Fabrew party sprays. It's a party in a spray by AR Products. Mmm. Stinks just like a men's urinal.